Meat Suits, welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 222. We have now done as many episodes as a punk band from Montreal's name, an album by Patton Oswalt, and a song by Paul McCartney. Oh! Speaking of things that are about one-third excellent, this week we're talking about Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, the U.S. version. This week's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial membership. You can get an audiobook of your choice for free and you support our show. It is also sponsored by Jocelyn, who says this. I've recently discovered your wonderful podcast and I really love it. All of you have given me so many hours of pleasure. I thought to return the favor and offer you some pleasure. The Aww. Se- yeah. The selection of Kitchen Nightmares came easily. It is a guilty pleasure of mine, despite the fact that each episode is the same. <laughs> Despite recognize that, n- that many of the previous restaurants Gordon Ramsay has visited have closed or changed ownership not long after Ooh. leaves, uh, the show still gives me a bunch of pleasure. I can't wait to hear your take on it. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. I also think the show is problematic and love it to death. And <laughs> so I picking the episodes out for everybody was probably the most excited I've been for a topic in a while. It was really fun. Jocelyn, you're a beautiful genius. You are. You are. Kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> had, had you guys seen these four episodes before? No. No. None of them. But I do associate Kitchen Nightmares US with you, Alex, because I feel like one time we were visiting you and we just sat and watched like five episodes in a row. I, and it was wonderful. They <laughs> <laughs> were like, Alex, we go get some food? No, 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 no. This one first. You know, we, <laughs> well, we can watch some food. Is that good enough for you? <laughs> That'll do nicely. If you want to force us to read a topic of your, or watch a topic of your choice, or if you want to just reward us with something that we already enjoy, you can go to read-weep.com and click on the green dollar sign, and there's the option to sponsor an episode. You pick the topic, you pick the guest, the segments, anything. You can write a nice letter for us to read on the air on your behalf, and uh, and that's it. All you have to do, read-weep.com, click on the green dollar sign, sponsor an episode today. Let me introduce you to your panel for today. I'm Alex Falcone. I'm from Portland. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And this is an exciting panel. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, the restaurant is pronounced Flamangos, like <laughs> flam, then mangoes. Wait, Flamingo? No, Flamango. No, you mean Flamingo. Mango. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a combination of my two favorite things, mangoes and fla. <laughs> Which means Florida. Yeah, except they got all of mangoes and very little of Florida in that. <laughs> well, that's about the right balance. <laughs> oh, it's a it's my favorite thing because it combines mangoes with the first half of Flo Rider's career. <laughs> Flop. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant, but I like that. Also joining us, he's at C Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Chris Smith. Alex, I'm trying to clean this, but it's just making it dirtier because I'm a failure. <laughs> I like crying and cleaning. I and can't crying take a break and... because I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the the stalwartness of the of the camera crew to just be like, I'm going to keep the camera on them and not help them. <laughs> I'm telling the story of this guy crying while 
scrubs. <laughs> I am good at my job. <laughs> Oof. Also joining us, also in our Brooklyn studios, is a very special guest at the Tanya Best on Twitter. T-H-E-T-A-N-Y-E-B-E-S-T. In our Brooklyn studios, as I mentioned, it's Tanya Davis. Hi, Alex. I have four children, but they're all stuck inside the bodies of different animals. <laughs> <laughs> they were eaten by one giant tiger. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like I might have a weird like obsession with animals, but actually my, my children's souls are stuck inside animal bodies. <laughs> I'm sure she. Don't worry about it. I knew. I'm sure she meant that as a joke. But when you jokingly say that you have children trapped in cats' bodies, it still sounds crazy. You know, yeah. I think sounds it's actually it's not a so it's not a problem crazy. in the line. I think it's just a problem in her eyes. She just doesn't <laughs> blink enough. She like if you don't blink, people blink. don't know you're joking. She had some crazy eyes, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oof. And and it's not it's not fair really to say that though. Like God gave her cats with children inside them. That's. God wanted mm-hmm. her to be a cat yeah, parent. It's true. Well, it's better than God gave her children with cats inside them. <laughs> well, those were just formerly hungry, hungry but no longer children. That's what that is. <laughs> I would have. I like the idea that she will eventually graduate to being like, well, we have three boys. One's a calico, one's a tabby, <laughs> and one's a Persian. <laughs> and I'm pregnant with with a litter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right. Uh, so let's talk about oh, let's talk about kitchen nightmares, yeah. you guys. Yeah. So specifically yep. today, we're talking about uh, season one, episode twenty two, which is Cafe Thirty Six, and which is a sweet older couple you may remember, and then also S two E two Flamingos, S three E twelve Capri, and S five E sixteen Amy's Baking Company. The last episode. So mm-hmm. Chris, I would like yeah. you to summarize in the style of identical twins. Oh, okay. Well, uh, just so you know, every other word is spoken by my identical twin. <laughs> we have a very similar voice, but here we go. Uh, Kitchen Nightmares is about uh, Gordon Ramsay. No, okay, that we was, can speed this up. That was up. the same. I think one, one person said two words on Gordon Ramsay. He's out. What? <laughs> no. Um, okay, twins. so Kitchen Nightmares is a reality television show. Uh, on Fox, where Gordon Ramsay, this acclaimed uh, English chef and restaurateur, and football player, um, and ex soccer player, yeah. um, travels around the United States uh, to restaurants that are failing, um, and his goal is to get them up back up to where they need to be within a week, or at least on their way. Um, so to do that, he, you know, the camera crew goes to the restaurant and sees what the problems are. Uh, then he visits and he sees firsthand what the problems are. And then he coaches them. Usually it's things like your menu has too many things. Your food is either dangerously poisonous to people <laughs> or at least it's entirely frozen and then microwaved. Um, and, uh, you know, and the service could be better, you know, whatever. And then overnight, there's a renovation in which he injects about $10,000 worth of decor into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then there's a grand reopening. And, and no, sometimes it, it goes okay, and sometimes it doesn't. It didn't really happen on this one, but he'll frequently buy just like an entire new kitchen, which is very expensive. Oh, wow. He, he, wow, wow, they, wow. They pump a lot of cash into these restaurants. And as the seasons went on, they it got more and more lavish. He's at Sometimes he's like, he's hired a, a, a super experienced executive chef on his own dime for six months to train the staff. He, yeah. he puts a lot yeah. of money into these restaurants, and I think it's because he just, when they fail, it does make him look bad. 
So yeah. they just keep upping the cash infusion. Which yeah, also- so he's sort of like restaurant life coach. Yeah, basically. exactly. So the first show we watched was, uh, it took place outside of Chicago. It was a restaurant called Cafe 36. That was sort of a bistro type fine dining thing uh, owned by Terry and Carol, an older couple who, uh, instead of retiring, bought a restaurant because that's Terry's dream. And their chef is, a you know, a jerk who doesn't really want to work and doesn't want to talk to anybody. And uh, the the servers are terrible and everything else. And so Gordon Ramsay basically injects the restaurant with new life, decor, everything else, fires the chef. Um, or the owners fire the chef. Yeah, that night, basically. Um, yeah. uh, the second one we watched was Flamango's, which is a, <laughs> a Florida-themed restaurant in the middle of central New Jersey. Um, wow. Yeah, and the big the big story there wasn't that the chef was bad. It was that actually they had a new chef who was pretty good, but the owner, specifically the the wife of the the couple that owned it, did not want to change anything about the restaurant, and yeah. so it was kind of stuck in a bad idea. Um, yeah, and also in deep denial, and thought you know like I get, I mean I don't know about denial. I don't know how this happens, but everybody at every one of these restaurants is like, no, our food's great, and you know a way to tell if your food isn't great. They're filming an episode of Kitchen Nightmares in your restaurant. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, you're serving meat on a hot ceiling tile. (laughs) On a a roofing tile. tile. Yeah, that should have been a good way to That's always a bad sign. Yeah, yikes. Um, And then, uh, let's see, the third one we watched was Capri, which is in uh, Southern California, where two identical twin brothers who look comical, you guys, (laughs) um, bought a pizza place and have no idea how to run a pizza place. Then 14 years pass and it's <laughs> dirty and it's terrible. And, you know, like basically they have no customers or the customers they do have, they're slowly trying to poison with rotten chicken. Um, now, now uh, Alex, in the show notes, you, you called them Tweedledee and Tweedledum, which I think was unfair because you only said that because they're fat and twins and kind of stupid. Uh, yeah. And dressed in red most and, of the time. And dressed and, in and red always most wearing of the time. identical red costumes. Yeah, I think it was a gross exaggeration on your part. <laughs> I, the way I selected these episodes... Wait, talk about Amy's and then I'll tell you why, how I selected this. Okay. Uh, the last one actually watched the series finale for the U.S., which was Amy's Baking Company, which is a restaurant in... Um, I'm sorry, in Arizona, Scottsdale. Yeah. Um, that is actually very clean and very well put together. But the uh, the couple, one's the chef and one's the front of house, are toxically aggressive, retaliatory, can't take criticism, and basically just yell at customers whenever they want to send something back when it's not to their liking. And her husband might be a prisoner. He (laughs) he might, but, you know, they also, both of them, like, the worst was Amy, but also the worst was Sally. (laughs) Um, Sammy. Sammy, sorry. (laughs) Amy, Sammy, yeah. Um, Anyway, so Gordon visits them, and the interesting twist there is this is the one restaurant he actually walked away from. He said, they're not willing to accept my help. He, I need he to leave. He threatens to walk away almost every episode. Almost every episode he says, this is the hardest I've ever dealt with, and I don't know if I'll be able to do it. I might have to leave. And this is the first time it's actually happened. It was kind of yeah. amazing. And then he quit the show. <laughs> yeah. He quit doing the show after that. I don't know. And if, I don't Amy's know if that was... now has a huge PR draw and are now a tourist attraction. Yeah, I'd go. With shirts such as, I'm <sighs> the gangster. And I survived Amy's Baking Company. I would totally go to Amy's Baking Company just because it seems like a nightmare. I, 
Man, it's just rewarding, like, the worst behavior, though. I know. I <laughs> yeah, was really yeah. bummed to hear that they were still open. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. their hiring policy got published online, and it is harsh. Yeah. They don't allow purses or bags inside the restaurant in case there's a camera or microphone in there. Also, oh, Jesus Christ. They also don't let servers keep t- their own tips. Yeah, they They're, actually recently changed that as of September. Oh, thank God. Why are sure? we telling people this? Probably, yeah, but like the owner was pocketing all the tips. He's like, you got the tips. But you know what? I do more work than you, so I get your tips. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. So that's a good reason that, for them to have changed it. I'm pretty sure you can't take your server's tips. I don't think that's I, allowed. I know that there was actually, there was a restaurant in Seattle for a while that was that was well known that they like that they also had this policy and i i specifically never ate there because of that like that was like a i don't want to say because they then changed it back okay Okay. like there's like a whole thing but anyway but no so i know that i think i don't know that it's illegal but i know that like i mean it's terrible pr no matter what like that's awful yeah so anyway gordon goes into these restaurants he tries to change them three out of four pretty good percentage i think Mm -hmm. he did well and Um, uh well, um, and two out of four are still open. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Cafe 36 did not survive. Wait, which one's closed? Which one closed? Nor, nor did Flamango's. Did we say that? Oh, Flamango's didn't? Oh, uh, the Junction closed? Also, uh, yeah. Uh, but but uh, the twins are doing well. So here's how I picked these episodes. I wanted you to have a nice uh, mix. Well, so Jocelyn wanted to do Amy's Baking Company, which is great, because that's the only one on here I hadn't seen. I actually loved the show, but got sick of it in mid-season five, because they are so similar. Um, and <laughs> And because it's like made its network tv three quarters of the show is just advertising what's going to happen later in the show yeah and it's pretty repetitive and hard to watch but mangoes is the best example of that yeah well yeah and also we'll talk about the second. but anyway so i picked so amy's baking company for her i picked flamangos uh because of the the like perfect example of how stubborn someone could be and how drastic his renovation can be and then i picked capri and cafe 36 because it's hard to be likable on reality television. It's just they don't make it easy on you. And mm. the old couple in Cafe 36 come across as some of the nicest human beings who have ever lived. Yeah. They are high school sweethearts. They've been married for like 50 years. They are delightful. They listen to Gordon. They do try to change. And in the end, they offer him a bottle of really expensive wine from their personal collection. And he like so much that Gordon... A rich person is like, I can't accept this. This is too generous. <laughs> yeah. And rich people are known for taking lavish gifts. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But also, like, you are a million dollars in debt, sir. Maybe, well, maybe you that's hang what on it is. This one. Yeah, like, yeah. You, might need to, you might need to do some clearance sales on your wine collection. <laughs> no, but what he says is so great, too. He says, like, yeah. how about this? I promise I'll drink this with you when I come back in a year and you're being successful. It's just, he likes yeah, that. That was really nice. And, yeah. and he, he kind of likes the twins in Capri, too. Not as much as I enjoy them, but, and for different reasons, but he loves that old couple, and it's the one, this is, I wanted to show you this because I think Gordon is tough, but fair. He is mean to people, mm-hmm. but he likes that couple, and so he's mean to the chef who's taking them for a ride. Yeah. I, thought, I think he's yeah. pretty good at placing the blame, generally. Yeah, he is. He's he's always, well, he's always lovely to servers. Uh, he never, yeah. he's almost yeah. never mean to servers. He Oh, I loved his relationship with, I just want to, just a server spinoff thing, where just he, they get to, like, talk shit about their bosses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was awesome. that would be fun all right so that's my explanation but now let's do some standard compliments we'll start now with a compliment sandwich yeah uh tanya as the guest you have right to go first or last in the opening compliment which do you prefer uh i'm gonna go last excellent uh i'll go first this this almost came up a second ago when we were talking about it uh about uh how bad the uh flamangos previews were <laughs> the, flamangos has some uh, examples of the worst parts of this show 
including the intentionally misleading and ludicrous preview where they yeah. make it seem for 45 minutes like Gordon <laughs> burned the place to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Which they, show, they show like a transparency thing of like sirens and somebody screaming, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a fire truck, a little bit of fire sound, fire truck. And all it is is, with the supervision of the fire department, he brought their chairs to an empty location and burned them. And they make it seem... And a sign. And a sign. Yeah, and, a, and an alligator. Uh, or maybe a crocodile. It's hard to tell. They And they're very upset. But the point... I guess my, my point... So that was like really ludicrous and stupid. But how great would it have been if Ramsey actually arsoned this restaurant to the ground? If he, <laughs> There's only one answer. Burn them fucking yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I loved it because... <laughs> He's like he's a restaurant genius, right? So he knows sometimes your only chance is the insurance money. <laughs> Especially since they also show in the previews they show him like hugging like the persnickety owner Adele and being like it's going to be okay, yeah. which really does make it seem like they all showed up and somehow the restaurant was already on fire. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I, love- I bought a really big policy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the the offshoot where there's, there's a collection of like uh yeah, kitchen nightmares uh, colon the insurance money. Uh, where are they just <laughs> it's run by just a bunch That's of mobsters weird. instead of Gordon Ramsay. Just like, just fingers McInera shows up and is just like, yeah, this restaurant's losing money. Ten yeah. percent protection money. Also, I'm gonna burn it to the ground tonight. You didn't hear that from me. <laughs> yeah, just has, like that's their plan for everything. Just like even like small problems, yeah. where it's just like like uh, again like uh, house makeover, and she's like, oh, this is a pretty good house you got there. But we're going to burn it to the ground. Yeah, the Shame end. if something would happen to it for about 10% of the protection money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, so we called you here. Like, we have been getting some negative reviews from bloggers. I don't recommend you be inside the kitchen at 10 o'clock tonight, <laughs> especially not near the gas valve. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like cupcake wars. Like, which will be, have a better it cupcake? Be prudent of you to be in another location <laughs> where other people can see you. <laughs> That would be awesome. All right, uh, Ezra, why don't you be second? What's your major compliment? Uh, I just, I love the, we t- talked about this briefly, but I love the like rapport with the servers, uh, especially mm. in the first one, I think, uh, with Cafe 36, where um, he was just like brutally honest about everything he ordered. He's like, oh man, that's a terrible choice. And the servers, like, yeah. the servers are great, and I, I know why he likes them. They work hard, and they also, mm-hmm. they understand the restaurant in a way that the chefs and the owners seem to never understand. Every time he says to a server, he's like, oh, this is terrible. The server's like, yeah, I wouldn't have ordered that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, is, is, this, is this pretty standard lunch, uh, like, serving 10 people? It was like, oh, no, usually it's around four people. <laughs> yeah, there's just no bullshit from waiters. It's so good. And it makes... Yeah. I, I guess I've watched this show enough that I feel like I could open a successful restaurant. Uh, and, oh, which is oh, no. totally the wrong message. Of the wrong direction, really, Alex. really bad idea. Nope, no, nope. no, no. But I've always dreamed about it, you guys. Does anyone want to invest in my restaurant? <laughs> You've <laughs> always dreamed of having Gordon Ramsay tear you a new one. <laughs> yeah. I do. Chris, major yes. compliment. Oh, my major compliment is for the cracked out pizza guy at Capri. <laughs> who, Darian. It's these, it's these two, you know, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, lazy, fat brothers who decided to... Who act like, like they're in pizza. the circus all the time. Yeah. Let's buy a pizza store. Then we get free pizza for life. Yeah. And, but they have a separate pizza cook. And the pizza cook... When he's like high energy he probably is on something but he's just like yeah it's always like this i just make the pizza i make the pizza and he's just like <laughs> and like 
he's so funny. His eyes are always really big. Yeah, Nobody big knows eyes. Why. There are a lot of really great characters that have been on this show. <laughs> I mean, the two, the two, the twins from Capri are two of the best characters on all of reality television. It's just amazing. <laughs> Like, I'm sure when that tape came in to the casting directors for the show, they were like, they didn't even watch all of it. They were like, yep, straight to series. Just done. Just put it in. Yeah. It's I'll, all happening. You were sending oh, it and they cry easily? They cry both easily. of them? <laughs> Very emotional. <laughs> oh, they're this del- segues really well into my compliment, Perfect. which is that one of Gordon's techniques to uh, to bring the, the twins sort of out of their, their weird stupor is to have them go into the boxing ring with him. Oh, God. And, like, and then... <laughs> After they each like box with him, they have to like box each other, <laughs> and it becomes this like piece of absurdist theater where you're like watching these like <laughs> immense like twins like crying who get, who get like and, winded like, after they of... throw two punches. So <laughs> yeah. then they're both winded. So they just stand there being like, "We've got to care about the restaurant more." <laughs> Like trying to like hit each other, and it's it was just, like, and it's so weird looking. Like it's I amazing. can't even describe. It's it like it a was. Weird I mean, mind puzzle. It's two crazy. seconds of punching and then eighty eight seconds of a clinch. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did say like you know this is hard. I haven't exercised in almost a year. I'm sure it's been longer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that yeah. fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Float like a rock, sting like a feather. He does. Yeah, he I does. kept making up other things about their lives. Like, I was like, are their parents still alive? Like, what else is going on with no, them? No, no. Have they... either of them been on dates? Here's like, what, here's what I want. Happening? I want their parents to be just slightly older versions of exactly the same people. They look the same, <laughs> and mom just has like a tight gray curls, and, uh, but they're the same body shape. <laughs> I, just, I want that so bad. And they're also delightful but emotional. Oh, man. I had the opposite story where uh, parents uh, died in a tragic accident when they were still kids and they raised each other. (laughs) They were basically like boxcar children because they're basically just overgrown babies. (laughs) Like Their idea was just like, well, I like pizza. (laughs) They're so likable. They are overgrown babies, but they're like really nice. Uh, and like all of their faults are like, yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to dust or clean the gum from under the tables either. Yeah, that's those are terrible things to do. Yeah. I understand. Uh, Gordon occasionally takes people and have on like weird field trips like that. But I got to say, I think the boxing with those two guys was the most inspired piece of extracurricular <laughs> so on this show. Weird. Brothers like to hit, but brothers love. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, there's just so many good spinoffs here, right? Like we got the yeah twin boxing, and then we also have the the. Uh, did it for the insurance money. Yeah, yeah, and the and the one with just servers talk shit on their bosses. Oh man. Yeah, this is a gold mine. Yeah, if they would, if they don't I have bring this back for another season. Lot. You know, yeah. so I guess that show sounds a lot like undercover employee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good we take the employees of this company and have them come into their own job <laughs> undercover. <laughs> so they're just like servers yeah. sitting in the restaurant going, Yeah, this food is terrible. I could have told you that. Yeah, I just yeah, the employee version just called I don't care if I get fired. Or just like, <laughs> fuck it, fire me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's do now. Let's get into our uh, anchor segment. Let's do a major kitchen hate over here. Uh, so we're just going to throw out yeah. some old hates, bring in some new ones, uh, maybe a guest chef. And we're definitely going to simplify the amount of hates that we're doing today. 
Mm-hmm. Just keep it. Oh, nice Alex, but everyone loves everyone loves the old no, hates. No, no, so let's just do it nice and clean. I don't know. Your new hates taste terrible. <laughs> but I loved my 19 pages of laminated hates. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, I get this is why I feel like I get on a restaurant because I unlike all these people, I understand that having like 10 items on your menu does work. Alex, so, like, I feel like your mistakes will be just like the opposite of like taking Gordon Ramsay's advice to the absolute extreme, where you have like one thing. I just sell uh, lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lemonade stamp open twenty four hours a day. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could do it. I feel like that's a lesson that I've learned. Yeah, listen to your servers, clean the kitchen. Alex, maybe we'll, maybe we'll quiz you on this later. Oh, okay. Okay, great. So let's do some hates now. I was, I've been thinking, it was from having watched the show, like I go into restaurants now all the time and I watch them with the, how is Gordon, Ram- what's gonna, Gordon Ramsay going to yell at them for? It seems like it should be illegal to open a restaurant without having watched at least the first season of this show. I think also should be probably illegal, um, which is what I did, is you should not watch four episodes of the show and then try to make dinner. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Gordon oh, Ramsay, man. in my the head, is not the past. was not, not pleased. It's can... just like when, when I binge watch Intervention and then I'm just like going somewhere and in my mind I have a voiceover that's like, Tanya is headed out to the store where she'll probably buy something destructive. <laughs> I was watching the Capri episode while I was doing the dishes, and while he was yelling at them for how cl- dirty the kitchen was, I started compulsively cleaning the countertops and the stuff. <laughs> my, my kitchen has never looked as good as it does right now from having watched yeah. the show. Probably not as good as Amy's, yeah. but, you know, pretty good. No, no, that's true. I hate putting dates yeah. on things. Yeah, the Capri episode was one of the few times that I felt genuinely, like, sick to my stomach watching food television. Yeah. Like, that mm, really... Yeah. They do... Oh, they, that was rough. They're, they're really into that, too. They love the, like, gross kitchen clean-out. And Gordon does... <laughs> Gordon is so funny. He'll just be like... He'll put his fingers in something and be like, look at how gross that is, and then hold it to your face. <laughs> Smell that. And, it, like, we can understand that it's gross... You don't have to touch yeah. every. Oh, Gordon, you're touching everything. I mean, for for the uh, sort of like why doesn't like uh, the reopening night go better? Uh, it just it's basically like you know you get the Mighty Ducks uh, and then like you know you're early on in the in the uh, like in the movie and then they just give them a pep talk and expect them to like win. Um, <laughs> sometimes well, it takes more. You, you give you give them a whole new playbook which they have an hour to look over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, you have to. They didn't recruit. Check. They didn't recruit the guy who can do the the uh, like the knuckle puck yet. No, yeah, that's the, the issue. And also, they're playing baseball all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say that is that is a structural issue that I also have with the show, which is like when Gordon makes changes to the menu, it comes from a very like Gordon place and it has nothing to do with the ownership, which then ties into my other hate, yeah. <laughs> which is that like there's no exploration of. A, the like psychology behind being obsessed with opening a restaurant and having that as your dream when yeah. it's such a brutal business. Yeah. And like none of these people ever talk about their food as anything that they care about. Yeah. Which boggles my mind. I do not understand well, how that is possible. Yeah, I the, the the psychology of opening a restaurant is so strange to me. No one is ever like with uh, no one ever has that with other things without experience. No one is ever like, I've just always dreamed of opening my own dental practice. Like you <laughs> I wish that was a thing. <laughs> Next on New First Time show. Dentists. <laughs> Are you sure you want to reach for the drill? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. People love it when I reach for the drill. I have never had complaints about my reaching for the Every, drill. Everybody loves my root canals. I never get any complaints about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the high dentists are like, everything's terrible. People hate this stuff. I mean, I wouldn't get a root canal for lunch yeah, from here. I would never. <laughs> what if, if it goes bad enough on uh, Kitchen Nightmares, they just... They were like, okay, now you're a dentist. 
<laughs> yes, we've revamped it. Over. Now you're yeah, a dentist. I've revamped your restaurant as a as a business realty department. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's an accountant? Yeah. Yeah. Although Bill and Adele, the Flamangos people, Bill had had made you know it, that was his life's work was making a million dollars yeah, in savings but from running restaurants. Diners, but his yeah. restaurants yeah. were like roadside diners. He sold cheap, crappy food, and they were like, let's open. Uh, let's open a, a fine dining establishment, and I will oh, let God. my crazy wife decorate it and design the menu. And crazy daughter. And crazy and daughter. Super run crazy it. daughter. Forty-two-year-old yeah. lives at home. Daughter. Yeah. Yeah, that was upsetting. So yeah. Oh, she was. Uh, Cheryl was upsetting in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the choice for Gordon to drive Cheryl to the restaurant that day. <laughs> <laughs> they're like in the car together. Uh, and it was clear that she had never seen a, like a boy. A boy. So she was like <laughs> eligible man my age. Do you think but he's not he's married? Do you think yeah. uh do you think that was framed like something creepy was gonna happen on that drive? Because I felt like it. <laughs> she just there was a way that she was like positioning her body where it seemed like she she was like sort of angled toward the door as though she was gonna like bounce. <laughs> That made me yeah, so made, uncomfortable. Yeah. And then like three quarters of the car ride was just him saying flamingos and her saying flamingos. <laughs> as if, as if no one, one briefed him on that when he got to the show. As if he, as yeah. if he actually didn't know that. <laughs> Guys, I would watch this show also. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sad old women think they have a chance with Gordon Ramsay? And you know, just the only lines of dialogue are flamingos, flamingos. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah, I, uh, I there's actually another like equally unsettling part of the show is that consistently it seems like the producers ask people to compliment Gordon physically. Every almost every restaurant mm-hmm. he goes to, you didn't see it in these four, but almost every other restaurant he goes to, there's some shot interview of like a seventy year old waitress who's like, "Ooh, Gordon, rawr. they just <laughs> oh, God. they're constantly no, talking about how great. hot Gordon is. I mean, he's fairly fit. Which is he, good. He's a great looking guy. It's just like, but it's your own show, buddy. Maybe you don't have to cut in every compliment anyone ever gives yeah. you. <laughs> and there are several times where he goes like with a he, where there's like a married couple running a restaurant, and he was like, "I'll have the husband go do something," and then he brings the wife alone into like the business office, and oh. it feels like maybe there's some business. <laughs> Perhaps <sighs> it's business time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although. Like- None of God. them know how to run a business, though, so he probably wouldn't be that good. Yeah. If he did that with Amy at Amy's Baking Company, that would be the most hilarious thing. They'd just be screaming at each other. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would I would also watch, uh, yeah, screaming uh, foreplay with Gordon Ramsay and Amy. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Sammy is the one who basically <laughs> tries to your assault. Face. Oh, what is yeah. your, what is screaming the through line to what kind of television you'd be willing to watch, Ezra? <laughs> Um, it seems like disturbing uh, is the one key. Well, I, I think I want to watch the kind of show that you you can't really believe it's on the air because it's not. That's you made it up. <laughs> right, well, yes. Gather round and see a stupid supermodel make her feel pretty. Video your shitty, pretty ugly, pity. Not be privy to reality. Challenge, sing American Idol, and that'll be his guitar hero. Stop, turn the dial on. If it's a big brother, there's no zeros. At least it ain't just me and Monday night. Meanwhile, in a podcast nightmare. Hey guys, uh, thanks thanks for coming to this uh, this meeting today. As you know, our podcast is over a million dollars in debt right now. But Alex, it was always my dream to have our own podcast, even though none of us had podcast experience before. I just don't experience why we're not making more money. Everyone loves our content. I know all the problems, but I haven't been telling you guys. What? Nothing. Oh, okay. Uh, listen, guys, it's going to be fine. Uh, I've brought in somebody to help. So would you all please join me in welcoming 
a slightly weird sounding Gordon Ramsay to our show. Uh, I'm just going to shut up now so it won't be confusing as to which one is him and which is me. Gordon, thanks so much for coming. I think you'll love our podcast, and we have no idea why we're failing. My pleasure. I'm dying to hear your podcast. What are my options? Here's a menu. Uh, It all looks great. Let's see. I'll take a joke about whale vaginas for a starter, and then, uh, let's see, what is this? Our special, it's a shark that flies through space. People think it's really confusing. Okay, I'll have one of those and the risotto. Terrible choices. Five minutes later. Ugh, that was just awful. Was that whale vagina frozen? Well, we bought it from a store, yes, but it's funny. All our listeners say it's funny. Are you mad? I wouldn't tell that whale vagina joke to my cat. Well, what about a space shark? Everybody loves our space shark. Oh, I was just confused. Is he a friend or a ruthless killer? I don't understand. He's kind of both. He's very popular. I have never heard of anything so stupid in all my years. You're all in major denial. Also, the risotto was bland. We hear that a lot. I don't think I'll be able to turn this one around. I just can't do it. I'm going to look around your studios now. Uh, Gordon, maybe you Stop should... Stop being yeah, such a control cut. freak! Oh, well, Jordan, oh, I was God, just... what is this? Is this dust on your fucking soundboard, you twat? I think our manatee cleaned that last week. You're right? fucking kidding. That manatee is a shit show at cleaning. That manatee isn't up to code at all. And there's mold on your fucking MP3 template. You're gonna kill somebody. Uh, Chef Ramsay, we had no idea. I've had my team work through the night while I took a nap. And are you ready to see your brand new podcast? Yes. Yes. Good. Take off your mask. Wow, it's amazing. I've renamed your podcast something generic. The Conversation. Now it's a fast, casual podcast about funny news stories, and your manatee has a hat. I hate it. It's too blue. Chris, shut the f*** up. I mean, you fixed everything. All new microphones. I'm so moved I could barely speak. And yes, those are fresh whale vagina jokes. People are really going to love this podcast. Two seconds. Okay, thanks for joining me out here. Whew, that was a tough one. I didn't think I'd be able to turn it around, but if they stick to the plan, I think it'll work. Even though I did nothing to address the emotional problems that these poor shits have. Didn't you tell everybody to buy things from read-weep.com slash Amazon? You don't know anything! I'm a famous chef! Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon to buy stuff. If you weren't already convinced, this probably didn't help. See you. Uh, so here's what I want to know, you guys. Uh, having seen this, uh, do you feel like mm. I feel that you are now qualified to own a restaurant, or do you feel like you would never want to be in the restaurant business ever? Both. Um, never ever. I'm pretty sure I'd never want to be there. Uh, never. Although ever. Alex, I, I'm kind of curious if you can like if we can do kind of a um, uh, Claire Alex explains it all. If we can be sort of like if we can see if you can actually stand up to the challenges of. Uh, of owning a restaurant? Yeah, of owning a restaurant, sure. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm 100% qualified to do that. Great. We, we can throw some stuff yeah, at you? Yeah, please. Anybody. Like, ask me questions about any restaurant you've ever been to or, or anything. Okay. I, uh, how should you defrost chicken? Oh, oh, oh. Naturally. What does that mean? It means <laughs> not in warm water. You just, like, have to leave it out for a couple days. Warm water isn't natural? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I guess if it was, Why like, was, your a, chicken... if it was a spring, a hot spring, mm. that would be natural. Alex, why was your chicken fucking frozen in the first place? Yeah, that's an interesting point that he was like are, are mad about how they defrosted the chicken and then was like, also don't freeze it. 
Uh, the key is, like, if you only make two dishes, then you can afford to have fresh fruit, fresh food for those dishes in the amount that you're going to sell. Seriously, if you go to a, go in a restaurant now and you see a menu with 50 dishes on it, you'll be, like, you'll be disgusted because you've seen this show. Yeah. You're like, these guys are not, they're, they're killing themselves on, on food costs. Unless all of it is, like, meatloaf, meatloaf sandwich, right. meatloaf tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would Half be bad. a meatloaf sandwich then. with a side of meatloaf tacos. <laughs> <laughs> But even then, you're like wasting money on bread and tortillas. You got to choose one. It's just, you only get one carb. Yeah, meatloaf, meatloaf sandwich, open-faced meatloaf sandwich, half a meatloaf sandwich with a meatloaf side dish. Meatloaf bread bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Alex, in your in your um, so in your nightmare-proof restaurant that you're gonna open uh-huh. up, what are what are your two dishes? Uh, pizza and meatballs. Just- just just one nothing one on the pizza. pizza yeah no so pizza would be it'd be meatball pizza okay meat, pizza with or without meatballs and then meatballs with or without pizza well so my last name is falcone as you guys know and of, that does of the batman falcons. of the batman falcons but it does seem like i would be like doesn't that sound like the like if i had a restaurant called falcones it would be a pizza place doesn't that seem right i would think calzone so you get the the rhyme oh falcones calzones uh, you know those. Nobody likes calzones. Nobody likes calzones. Also, nobody likes rhyming names for restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> Just because my name is Christopher's doesn't mean that I should cook nothing but blisterfers. <laughs> <laughs> you get a good blisterfer recipe. I, I try yeah, it. Yeah, if you had a family <laughs> recipe. <laughs> Just because my name is Plaghetti Carbonara doesn't mean I should cook nothing but spaghetti carbonara. In that case, I think it does mean that actually. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would also like fair. to try Tanya's lasagnas. Yeah, Tanya's lasagnas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would, that would definitely be my business plan. I think <laughs> and Ezra's breadzas. <laughs> yeah! I would eat Chris Smith's bismuth. <laughs> what? Mm. That's, that's just an element on the periodic table. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, it's the one in Pepto-Bismol, so you could have people would be able to not have tummy aches. That's great. This never gets addressed Thanks, on Christian Nightmares, but Alex, what would your candy bowl be? Or would you have one? Like, you know, by how the when door? You're visiting, what kind of mints would it Would it be? Starlight mints? Would it be dessert mints? Even though everyone has to touch them to get the dessert mints. <laughs> I would do, this is my favorite. I love dessert mints, but with a little spoon, like a handsome spoon in the dish, so you don't have to touch all the dessert mints. You just serve your Alex, sp- you can have your own restaurant. <laughs> I like dessert mints because it's just candy, and you just keep you can just <laughs> pop a hundred of them. They're great. Yeah. Oh, um, so I also like. The I actually know thing I, of the receipt arrives with like as many Andes mints. As yeah, there I are do like here. Andes. Yeah, Ooh. Andes mints. That's how I know I went to someplace good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the spaghetti factory <laughs> or, uh, or Olive Garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classy places. Olive Garden, by the way, famously owned by Shalov Narden. That's her mm. oh, name, yeah. the owner. <laughs> the CEO of Olive Garden. <laughs> um, Alex, here's another restaurant question for you. Uh-huh. Claire, Alex. Yeah. Um, so you've got uh, a four top of diners who've been waiting 30 minutes for their entree uh-huh. at the same time as two couples are starting to sit down at two different tables. Uh, which do you address first on the pass? Do you want the apps out first or do you want the uh, the entrees for the couple that have been waiting? Who's more attractive? Oh. Uh- <laughs> You can't see. You can't see. You're in the back. Oh, I'm in the back? Although, one of them smells a lot better. Oh. Um, well, yeah, I don't like someone who smells strongly in a restaurant, right? Because that's detracting from my flavors. This is a, I, That's a great question. Uh, and I'm sure the answer is people will wait for great food. So if my food is good enough, it doesn't matter. 
But what if it isn't? Yeah, if it's not, then you <laughs> rush that shit. <laughs> but what if it isn't? What if your food's so-so? <laughs> you know what's weird I, on the show? Got... I, I got a question for you guys. Because uh, everybody is constantly sending food back with like constructive yeah. feedback for the chef on these shows. And are you guys sending food back? Or should we be helping these chefs out more? I'm not opposed to sending food back. I, I know that Tanya may feel differently. I, you know, I don't think I've ever gotten something so egregious that I felt like it needed to be sent back, which is just luck of the draw for me as a diner, I think. I, for wow. me, I feel like, yeah, it's like I've never gotten anything so bad that it, I need, at a restaurant where I thought they could fix it. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of terrible food, but at places That's where I'm like, point, you're not going to do better if I send this back. I will get the same canned mushrooms. <laughs> okay, Alex, Chef's I have a foam. restaurant math question. Go for, for it. Um, so you have a pair of diners that are coming in and the guy is going to pop the question that evening. So he brings the ring to the restaurant and he wants it hidden in a chocolate pudding. But then at the crucial moment, the pudding gets delivered to the wrong table (laughs) and an unknowing elderly woman consumes the whole thing. (laughs) Ring and all. (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) This is an amazing question that doesn't sound very mathy. Uh, I know. I don't know why I called it a math problem. <laughs> what do you do? One or two? Here's a story problem. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Uh, man, uh, I, I, here's what I do. I tell the diner two seconds because I've noticed that that is Gordon's strategy anytime he has to talk to anybody is that he has two seconds to offer because people, no one is ever like, right. I'm too busy to give you two seconds, even though he takes like a minute and a half or 30 seconds or whatever. He, yeah. he always says two in a way that I adore. I don't know. Um, two seconds. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So obviously, you know, we don't charge her for the pudding. And uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Comp the pudding. Great start. <laughs> the pudding is comped, guys. <laughs> I was really proud of that move as a stall tactic, and I'm sure. But now I still have to figure out what to do with the old. Lady. <laughs> okay, let's comp it out. Yeah. <laughs> I bought her some. I bought her some time. Now, what do I do with that time? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I guess. I guess the only option is to uh, run. <laughs> I could think of two others, man. All right, two cool. others. Help me out. I'll take the assist. Uh, well, I mean, you could just. You could just present the uh, present the elderly person to the couple as, in a giant the- Sunday cup. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 there's a ring hidden somewhere inside this old lady. <laughs> you have to consume this old woman, and then you're surprised by the ring in the middle, and she's like, "Oh, just give it a minute." <laughs> Does he just give the old woman like a lot of mineral oil? Is that what they do? Oh my God, I don't, I don't know, know if that's a thing. Cold brew. Cold brew. Oh, cold brew. Cold brew. I think we should have just gotten a Yeah. You win. You, you, win. you have a bathtub sized Sunday bowl. <laughs> it might come in handier than you'd think. It's, it's, oh, we are such giggle pussies. <laughs> It's settled, Chris. I'm not opening a restaurant because I can't take the risk of old women eating diamond rings. <laughs> All right, Tanya, I need you to I need you to get it together. I need your minor compliment. What's the last nice okay, thing you're gonna say about okay. Kitchen Nightmares America? <sighs> um, 
I guess, I, I don't know. I sort of appreciated, even though Amy's Baking Company was a complete disaster, I liked mm. that Gordon recognized, like, that there was some strengths there. Like, yeah. that the desserts were super good. And I sort of wondered if there couldn't have been, like, an alternate universe where he convinced them to, like, open a bakery just, like, by itself. Yeah, yeah. Just, or just stop serving sa- savory shit in their delicious dessert bakery. Yeah. Keep the name. Totally, because everything looked really, yeah, it looked really good. It sounds like it tasted amazing. Like, yeah, there was there was a part of it that I, I liked that he he was he was able to be like yeah you guys might be insane but like your baked goods are awesome i would have sent you to this episode i don't remember which one it is but one of my favorite episodes there's like a terrible restaurant that has this pastry chef older woman who's been there for like 30 years and he gordon just flips out about how amazing all the desserts are uh and so he'll be like yelling at the chef and then the dessert chef the pastry chef will be next to him like you're great but you asshole how dare you send that out It's where were the other plates going? That was Batman getting angry. Yeah. Well. Okay. He was working as an expediter and he got very upset. <laughs> Bust to me. Nobody has their apps yet. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. Uh, continuing backwards. Chris, what is your minor compliment? Oh, yeah. Um, mine was also for Amy's Baking Company. And we talked a little about this. Um, but the server and the bus girl had no mm-hmm. business working there. Um, the server had worked a lot of other serving jobs and had experience and could probably go anywhere else. Uh, and the bus girl is just a teenager making eight bucks an hour to, to do that. And she doesn't need to take that kind of abuse. So I was totally on their side. And I'm glad that they probably neither of them still work. I mean, I, I don't like when there's not tipped hands. Like, I like that other people in a restaurant get tipped out. I think that's really important and good. But at the same yeah. time... I, sh- I want there to be transparency about where money goes because the line for tip, it's for service. That's what people think. Yeah. So you like it, yeah. The, yeah. The, the money should be going where you think it's going. That's the thing. Yeah, that, that bothered me a lot. If he had said, if he had announced, by the way, uh, every like if the re- receipt said tips, P.S. Tips only go to that angry guy at the front of the house who's not done anything for you. You would not tip, right? Yeah. Yeah. And who like put I, your order in wrong? Yeah. Who misentered it? <laughs> into the easiest system in the the PO, a POS yeah. for restaurant now is designed to be idiot proof <laughs> <laughs> and he is a stronger idiot than they expected yeah um i mean i, I like the idea actually of getting rid of the tip system entirely well, I, me just, too. I want you know oh yeah like germany uh in, yeah <laughs> can we keep the rest of the country question. america just only change the no, tips yeah, to germany yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, thing in Germany, you, they don't tip. Uh, yeah, so just let's 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 pay people living wage, and then uh, and then spread the cost out around the food and your other like run a business with your costs built in, as opposed to making me pay your server costs. Or just make make something on the menu that I don't buy really expensive, and put that. That's where all the they make all the money from. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take yeah, a, nobody I'll, buys it. I'll take the number seven, the uh, the revenue dinner, whatever that is. <laughs> Yeah, the, everyone's paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> it comes with a $2,000 certificate saying that you are an excellent diner. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take my, the Black Friday dinner for four, please. Uh, You're all gonna die. <laughs> not that Black Friday. Like, back in the, making money for the first time in the year, Black. <laughs> not the bloody Sunday dinner. <laughs> I'll take the St. Valentine's Day Massacre dinner. <laughs> oh no all of the gangster's friends got killed <laughs> <laughs> he is the gangster uh he is the gangster. uh Chris, ezra what's your minor compliment 
Um, so also Amy's Baking Company, I learned uh, a good like uh, new phrase actually. Um, so uh, uh, at one point, at one point, um, she was like when they're like I guess having their breakup moment with Gordon Ramsay. She was like Yalla Yalla, and I was like, what the fuck is Yalla? Yeah, it's yeah, Yalla Yalla. I'm done. Yeah, yalla. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, in uh, Arabic, uh, it's an abbreviation of the classical uh, trish, uh, Arabic words Ya Allah means mean literally means dear God. Uh, and like Yala is just like, hey, come on, like let's get going, or like hurry up. And oh. so it's like, it's like, come on, come on. Huh. So she yeah. has an Arabic background. That's interesting. Turns out, anyway. Nothing, so yeah, you... <laughs> nothing she like whips out will surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, she has an Arabic background, but it looks an awful lot like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's trapped inside I... the body of a sweet Mister Mittens. <laughs> Guys, I would also, I would also watch Amy teaches us Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mm, there's some hate in there. She had another great phrase where she was like, "Come on, guys, I know we're in the restaurant business. It's not all ponies and daisies," which mm-hmm. I've never heard to describe oh, yeah. anything. Also, if it's the restaurant business, I hope it is zero percent ponies and daisies. Yeah. <laughs> I, ponies I would take a lot of one food. daisy for garnish. Like, okay, ponies, well, a lot of food. <laughs> uh. <laughs> My only two dishes are pizza and pony tacos. <laughs> what's on the pizza also ponies yeah, pony. yeah <laughs> mostly pony <laughs> mostly pony uh, also daisies <laughs> my last compliment my minor compliment is uh this is a show that ezra would probably watch so you big amy's baking company was the end of the show right it's the the series finale and yeah. uh there were some major problems with the show uh so what i think they should do is they should bring in a really good reality TV show person to do <laughs> reality TV show nightmares uh, where they go through Gordon this. Ramsay's TV show and tell him all of the things that are wrong with his show and then see if he's in denial about it. So like magical elves <laughs> could do that? They should send magical elves to MTV. Well, I was hoping it would be Tim Gunn. And have them do all of the Oh, MTV Tim Gunn. Yeah, Tim oh. Gunn would be great. Oh, yeah, that'd be Yeah, or, or, or Emeril could do it. He could be like the celebrity chef nightmares where he tells you what's wrong with you as a celebrity chef. <laughs> when they chef. come home from a long day of reality televisioning and he's just in their house. <laughs> Making soup. <laughs> Guys, another, another spinoff of a show that I would watch, uh, Reality Host Swap. So... Uh, <laughs> Yes, yep. we just we get yes. you know, solid. We get Tim Gunn, you know, like you know, uh, doing a uh, Gordon Ramsay. Or we get like a uh, I don't know, I guess Tyra, maybe. Oh yeah. Oh god. Um, <laughs> I would love Tim Gunn walking um, around in a restaurant like these. These curtains and this tablecloth are a little too matchy matchy. <laughs> yeah. I don't like what you've de- how you've decorated this red lobster, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Or Hulk Hogan hosting Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Pizza Maniacs, are you ready? Ooh. Or can we just like give me like like Padma like a like one of the ships uh, on Deadliest Catch? Whoa. Oh God! She, Padma captaining be... captaining a crab boat would be the most amazing thing. <laughs> Tightest fishtail parka you've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is Padma wearing? Still a parka. <laughs> Awesome, but I hope that she would both be drunk Padma and angry Padma at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Greenhorn, what are you doing? <laughs> I lo- what I'm a- sorry. It's time to pack your crabs and be <laughs> flung overboard. <laughs> pack your crab pots and walk the plank. 
one of one of Gordon's least charming things when he's hosting the, on Kitchen Nightmares is that he has a very very sensitive palate to the point where he will spit out food for it being bland, uh, and he'll like sc- <laughs> he'll scrape his tongue when he was like that's under seasoned. Like, I think that's him being a little bit of a drama. Yeah, yeah, but I like that on other yeah. shows. Like, if we swapped him onto another show, if he's on, like, Project Runway, and he's like, this is just so boring, and he, like, starts washing his eyes in an eye wash. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even look at it. Yeah, All right, like, the like the, the on The Voice, like, CeeLo just sort of, like, I don't know, vacuums yeah, his ears yeah. out. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just starts ear candling. <laughs> yeah, that was a very passable rendition of My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> you didn't add anything interesting to that. <laughs> awesome all right that is it for our show you guys thank you so much for joining us we will be back again next week next week we're going to be doing our own little crossover next week we're going to be reading model land by tyra banks so she she's not exactly going to be on another reality show but she's going to be on our show yeah we're do, we're talking about model land it's going to be super fun uh this is a sponsored episode so uh join us for that and we really appreciate sponsors so thanks for sponsoring the episode and uh we will we will have spo- we will have new sponsorships open soon in the new year we'll have more sponsorships available we just got to finish going through our backlog but it's been fun, and we look forward to what you guys sponsor next. Uh, if you want to send us any feedback, we're on Twitter at read underscore weep, on Facebook, facebook.com slash read and weep. Uh, you can go to read weep.com slash contact if you want to send us some email, podcast at read weep.com. And uh, most importantly, if you go to our Facebook page or Twitter or something like that, and you want to tell us what your reality TV show crossover uh, or spinoff from this show that you would like to see, we would totally do it. You, you name a show, Ezra will say that he will watch it. That's the key. <laughs> yeah, my standards are just super low. Bottom basement low, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can also find us individually uh, at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox on Twitter. Thanks for being here, mm-hmm. you guys. Hey, of course. Uh, and our special guest at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Thanks for being here, yeah. Tanya. Don't forget to comp the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't f- always be comping guys also don't forget to check your pudding for diamond rings because you don't want to end yeah. up in your own bathtub how do you swallow an entire diamond ring <laughs> well she's elderly With that pudding. was the key to that yeah. story she didn't know oh yeah she didn't know. a spoonful of pudding helps the diamonds go down chris that's <laughs> in the most delightful way tanya do you have something on your internet that on the internet that's your favorite right now Ooh. besides beyonce's um, new record oh no it's beyonce's new record alex <laughs> <laughs> Go, Surprise. you know what? I'm not even going to go say go check it out. I'm going to say go recheck it out because if you haven't checked it out by now, I don't know who you are. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so look for that kind of pushy tweets at the Tanya Best. Uh, she'll she'll tell you that you haven't been good enough. Not she doesn't recommend <laughs> stuff to like to go out and listen to. She recommends stuff that you have already missed and you're fucked. <laughs> it's okay, I miss things all the time. I'm mostly behind the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> slow down Running behind me like no catch up guys <laughs> no, just slow down a little hop on international players anthem is amazing <laughs> yeah be i mean being on top of your shit is just, it's not all ponies and daisies it's really difficult so mm. <laughs> not easy work i'm at alex underscore falco on twitter thank you so much for joining us we'll be back again next week with model land bye everybody Woo. and podcast oh, yeah.